Your book of Tov. Today's daf is daf Tzadik Beis. A Gemar Tov and a good fitful to everybody. Daf Tzadik Beis in Subas. We mentioned Erev Yom Kippur. That we'll start three lines from the bottom of Tzadik Aleph on the base yesterday's daf. But I want to start a little bit even before that. <clears throat> we'll start about nine lines from the bottom of Tzadik Aleph and Beis because otherwise, um, in case you missed the daf, I'm sure most people learn it. But in case you missed it, you won't know what today's daf is about. In other words, you'll know what it's about. It's a pretty straightforward daf, but it's, what does that have to do with Ksubis? So yeah, on yesterday's daf, there were many um, proposals and retorts uh, regarding Ksuba, but it also got into general loans. So here's what we'll, we'll, here's how we'll see it. Ahugavr, about nine lines from the bottom of Tzadik Alfam Beis. This case still deals with Ksuba, but because of the dialogue, you'll see how it fits into today's daf, which doesn't really talk about Ksuba. Ahugavr, does not make Ksubas the Imei B'tavasanah. Here's the story. A man had a mother, and she was married, and um, she had a ksuba. She was married to somebody, and the, the son took her ksuba and sold it to somebody else for tovasana, meaning, let's say it was a $200 ksuba. So he said, I'll tell you what, give me $10 for it. Why would he sell it for such a cheap price? Because there's a good chance that he would never collect. Why? Number one, the mother may die. Number two, even if the if the husband dies first, this son who sold it may die before his mother, and he'll never he'll never he'll never have rights to it. He'll never have rights to it. It's his mother's money. He's selling his mother's money. He's selling it on the on one chance that the father or the husband of his mother, it doesn't be his father, uh, will die first. And then his mother will die, and then he'll collect it. So you might say there's a good chance that it won't be collectible. So he sold it for Tovasana. But Armelane, when he sold it, he said, If my mother comes back and says, Wait a minute, what are you doing with my ksuba? And she claims it, right? She claims, Well, you have no right. So my son went, he sold my ksuba. What did he do? He had no right to sell the ksuba. So if his mother claims it, I'm not going to compensate you. I'm telling you right now, it's what we call shalom It's no guarantees. You're 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 taking a chance here. For ten bucks, you might get two hundred. Right? A lot of people, you people know, they, yeah, big yeah, yeah, they, they right on the chance that uh, on the chance the guy's gonna drop, person's gonna drop dead. Right, right. A million dollar policy. Right. Three thousand dollars. Oh, somebody else's policy. Somebody right, else's right. Policy. Right. The beneficiary. Right. But that isn't that eventually the guy will die. So you would, if, isn't it always collectible in the case of an insurance policy? It depends to the term insurance. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You may not, right. So, right, right. So here also, and people buy options all the time. But an option, there's a whole option market. The whole stock market is options. You buy an option, you may not, it may not happen. So, ERC, Eva, Okay. Shriva Ime, his mother died below era, and she didn't, uh, Shitaka died, meaning let's say the husband died and she was entitled to collect, but then she died and she never objected. She never claimed the ksuba back. The son who sold it for 10 bucks, he says, well, listen, you know, I'm speaking in my mother's name. I inherit everything. I want it back. In my mother's name, I want it back, meaning I want the ksuba back and I'm not going to compensate you. You took a chance. You said, I told you, if anybody makes a claim against it, no, no guarantees. I'm claiming it. Like, come on, now that seems pretty ridiculous, doesn't it? He himself sold it. Yeah. He himself sold it. Sava Rami Rahama, this is why it's important to understand, because we had before Rami Rahama and Abai and Rami Rahama and Rabba, 
they, they, Rabbi kept answering him. So here again, Rabbi Rechama said, uh, he, he takes the place of his mother. He inherits from his mother, assuming his mother didn't have uh, any other Yorshim, that uh, she didn't have a husband, obviously, and then maybe the father's gone. So he takes the place of the mother, Kai, and therefore it's a good claim. Amalei Rava. So again, this is the dialogue. Rabbi Rechama, who saw, thought something, and Rabbi says, you know, it's ridiculous. He didn't accept upon himself. The son who sold it did not accept himself the obligation, the guarantee uh, of if his mother, right? He didn't accept. If my, if my mother complains, you know, don't come back to me. But for himself, so this is, I'm selling it to you. So I'll tell you, you know, if 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 I eventually get a chance to uh, inherit this ksuba because the husband dies and then my uh, the mother dies and I'm going to get it. I'm selling it to you for 10 bucks. You want to take a chance. But but if I come, if I claim and I say, no, you can't have it, that doesn't make any sense. So Rav said, the Christ, he didn't accept. Yes, the the uh, the person who purchased it, uh, he accepted it knowing that there's no obligation if the mother makes a claim. She's the one who gets, she got the ksuba. But he himself, the kid who sold it, the son who sold it, uh, that, that uh, in other words, the one who sold it, he accepted an obligation on himself. I'm selling it to you. Don't worry. I'm not going to claim it back. Or I was going to claim it back. He never, he's not going to, the guy gave him 10 bucks for nothing then. So that was Rubba's retort. And therefore, this is important. That's why now this was the case of Ksuba. Now we're going to see in cases of Mecca, nothing to do with Ksuba, but it's the same Machlokas. That's why you see, that's why uh, today's Gemara is, is uh, brought down here. Here's a case. Reuben sold the field to Shimon without any guarantee. In other words, he said, listen, if somebody makes a claim against you, you know, why would somebody make a claim against him? Because Reuben owes money to somebody from before. There's a prior lien. So he sold the Shimon without Christ. Why would he do that? I don't know. But whatever reason it is, Shimon then sold that same field back to Reuben Maybe he was trying to do a shidduch with him. He promised him something. He, he sold it to him back to Reuven with a chryas. <laughs> it was Reuven's field that Reuven sold to Shimon without any guarantee. And Shimon sold it back now to Reuven. And Reuven paid him money for it. Right? And he sold it with a guarantee. Shimon now, who had no guarantee himself, he's willing to guarantee it back to Reuven, the original How seller. How could he do it? He could do it. He might be stupid. Or maybe he was trying to impress him or whatever it was. He could do it. He could do it. He could do it. But why did he do it? I don't know. Whatever he did, he, that was... Ruben takes it, then he knows that there's no problem with the wife. Ruben wouldn't buy it back. Correct? In other words, why would Ruben buy it back? Maybe he needed the field. I don't know. He wanted to grow wheat. Ruben was originally paid by Shimon for the field. Right. So he has the money now. He says, you know what? I want the money. I want it for an investment. Then he said, but he sold it to him without a chryas. I'm not guaranteeing anything because he if knows he has. If there are any claimants, if there are any claimants, he might lose it. Now, Shimon, for whatever reason, maybe Shimon was desperate for money. Why do people right. sell things in general? They need cash. Back with a chryas, with a chryas, and he accepted that. Right. You say why? You know what? I just thought of it. Like you yeah. said, because people do all kinds of things when they need money. Right. When people are desperate for money, maybe he thought there was no problem. Maybe that, maybe like he's such a nice person. He maybe he thought there was no problem and there would be no claims against him. Maybe he thought that, right? He forgot that he owes money to a lot of people. You know, people who owe money eventually forget that they owe them money. Oh, you're coming. 
That was 20 years ago. Yeah, but you never paid it back. Well, you know, it's so a lot. Everybody's going to go look for another sucker. That's okay, so okay. But, or whatever. Reuben needed the field back. And Shimon agreed to sell it to him with a price. And of course, what happened? But also at the top of Saturdays. And now Reuben did indeed have a creditor from 20 years back that he forgot about or whatever. Or he knew about it, but whatever. And he claimed it from, he claimed it from who? From Reuven himself, Reuven himself, he had a claim on Reuven, took it from Reuven. Yes, but when Reuven bought it back from Shimon, Shimon guaranteed it. So Dina, who does? Well, Shimon, I'm So Reuven, Rambacham says, well, listen, now what happens? Shimon has to uh, compensate him because he sold him with a riot. Again, the same idea, the same, like almost preposterous idea that we saw with the son and the mother. Amalei Rava, he accepted a guarantee if somebody else had a claim, meaning they didn't have a claim on Ruvain. Maybe Ruvain got this field from somebody who bought it from somebody who bought it from somebody, right? And he bought it innocently. Now somebody else had a claim on this field, like out of left field. He accepted Achrayis of what? Of in general, Somebody comes to me because, listen, I, I own this land. I don't know how Ruben got it, but I have a prior claim on this land. I got documentation, et cetera, et cetera. I have a chazaka. Okay, that I accept. I accepted that when I saw Shimon is saying now to Ruben, right? I accepted responsibility of somebody else, but but I didn't accept the chazaka if they owe you the money. I said, you know what? I'll take my chances because I checked your records and I didn't find that they owe you, that, that you're owed, uh, you owe money to anybody else. So I said, okay, what are the chances that somebody else is going to come and collect the land? What it, meaning based on some other claim, not that it's yours? Okay, I said, I'll take my chance then I'll, and I'll accept responsibility for that. But if you owe money to somebody, I'm selling you a field and I'm taking money from you and I'm guaranteeing it. Even if somebody comes at a, a, a claim against you, they come and take it against you. I have no, I have no responsibility. I don't accept if they come after you yourself. It's, I'm selling the field. When I sell the field, I accept the chryas on myself that I that I bought it legitimately and that I had no prior claims on me, etc. But on you, you're you're the one who's buying it. If they have a claim on you, why should I be responsible for that? And that's what and that's what Rubba said. And again, Rubba retorted. Rubba's answer makes more sense. But still, motor Rubba, listen to this. When Rubba's motor that Shimon would be responsible when he sold it back to Ruben, and now it was claimed from Ruben. Reuben Shiyarish Sada Miyakov. Listen to this. Let's say Sada Reuben got the field from his father. He inherited it from his father. Umachdul Shimon. That doesn't mean that Shimon was also a son there. It just means he sold it to some other guy, Shimon. Umachdul Shimon. He sold it to Shimon. Shalabach Rais. Again, the same thing. Reuben sold it to Shimon without responsibility, without a guarantee. Basar Shimon Umachdul Reuben Bachrais. The same thing. Reuben sold Shimon without a guarantee, and Shimon sold back to Reuben with Bachrais. However, it wasn't the field that Reuben bought himself and you know he contracted he got it in, as an inheritance and what and what it's still not done and Yaakov's creditor came and claimed it in other words it wasn't Ruvain who owed the money it was his father who owed the money and he got the field from his father the issue is not that Ruvain inherited rather than buying it the issue is that he got it from Yaakov and the creditor was a creditor of Yaakov in that case Shimon does have to compensate Ruvain, my timer. Why? Because 
Rehov of Yaakov is like Rehov of anybody else. If Reuben had come to come to this field by some purchase and the guy owed money to some, you know, some that, that and that guy that he bought it from owed money to somebody, that's like something else. So Shimon said that responsibility that I took, and so therefore he would be motivated. And that even Rubber said, even Rubber would be motivated to Rami Rahama that in that case Shimon would indeed have to compensate Reuben because he guaranteed it. He sold it to him with a guarantee. Again, why would he do it? Probably because he was desperate for money or who knows why. No, no, nothing to do with that. We don't know what a person you know, knows. Irving knows that there's a hope, and he sells. Uh, he sells. How do you uh, how do you know that Irving? Irving, that's like no, a. No, but, we but don't know. know. We don't know what Ruben knows. We don't know. Ruben. More, in essence, saying that if it's an independent hope, there's a difference between an independent. That's and he is. Why? Why? Because because he knows about because, it. Because yeah, the presumption is that he knows about it, but we don't know for sure. Let's say even the case of uh, Yaakov, and he knew about it. You can't say that. You know, we don't know what's going on in a person's mind. But you're right. In the case of himself, he says, "Listen." You should have known about it. Either he knew about it or he should have known about it. You knew that there's a creditor coming. That's the idea. Why should Shimon have to guarantee the money to Ruben when he sold it to Ruben when Ruben presumably would know, you know, he or Shimon would say to himself, if you, if you, you should have known about, about uh, a creditor that, or that the field could be claimed for. You should have known about that. I, I don't know, but you should have known. We don't really know what's going on in a person's mind. That's the whole idea with, well, whatever, you know, if a person did chuva or not, that's between him and God. We don't know what's really going on in a person's mind. <clears throat> so that was the other argument. So Rabbi said, pardon, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they checked for today. Those days they didn't have it. We just had last week, what do we have that? What's the concern about, uh, you know, why do you have to have a receipt in certain cases with a get and a ksub, et cetera? Because the guy will make a claim. Even, even you know, we talked about, the get, you can collect the ksuba with a get, right? Because the get is definite proof that you're divorced, right? Definite proof, you, you need that. If he comes with a ksuba, that's a bit of a problem because where's the get? So Mar dealt with that whole thing, right? You come with the ksuba only, well, where's your get? It's okay, they tear up the get, but we said even they tear it up, they give her some sort of a document. The Gemara, they said they tear up the get into two and they write on the back of the document, this get was a valid doc, get, but we're just, we tore it up so you shouldn't collect twice, that kind of a thing, right? You shouldn't collect twice with a get. Fine, the Gemara says, what happens if there's no get? The guy dies, man, she gets a ksuba, whether he dies or divorces her, right? A widow or a divorce or a divorcee gets the, so what do you do in a case where he dies? When he dies, there's no get to, to prove that uh, she didn't get the, to prove that she hasn't been paid yet. So you could collect with it. So you have witnesses that he's dead, witnesses that he died. Fine, but maybe she'll collect in Ashdod with uh, one court in Ashdod with the witnesses and she'll bring other witnesses to Yerushalayim and collect with the best in there. So in certain cases, you have to have a receipt. There's no choice. Again, remember the Chacham always, always uh, uh, frowned upon having to give receipts because, you know, do you hold on to your receipt? You know, you come into a store, you want to return something, where's your receipt? You know, they always want to know where your receipt is, but you have to hold on to the receipt. You know, it's not always easy to hold on to receipts, especially in those days when they didn't have the kinds of houses that we have now and our furniture, et cetera. So the point is that sometimes there's no choice and, you know, you have to have those. Okay. So I'll tell me. Another thing. Next case. Again, Rambacham is going to say something and they're going to have a claim and they're going to, they're going to counter and Rambacham is going to claim. Reuben Shemachasar Shimon Bachrais. Okay, Reuben sold the field to Shimon again. He guaranteed it. The Zokalaf Milva, listen to this. And he said, okay, I'm going to sell you the field. And this is what happens. Uh, it's like you say, he gave him back a mortgage. You know, like you sold, you ever sell a house to somebody and they have no money. So you give him, you, you're desperate to sell. He's desperate to buy. 
So you give them a loan. Basically, you say, okay, don't you don't have to pay. It's you turn the the obligation to pay for the house or the field into a loan. Okay. Umes Ruben, and now Ruben dies, right? So again, Ruben sold the field to Shimon Bachrayas, and so it's in Shimon's possession now. And Shimon owes Ruben the money. Let's say it's twenty thousand dollars for the house. He owes him twenty thousand dollars, or for the field. And now Ruben dies. Ruben dies. He has children, right? But the children have no land. What do they have? Where's the field? The field's in Shimon's hand. Now he sold it to him. Remember, Reuben, when he before he died, he sold the field with a guarantee. Right? Now so the creditor comes, Reuben's creditor comes post-mortem after he's dead, and he takes the field from Shimon. Right? Shimon's gonna lose the field. What does Shimon do? Shimon says, What? I owe you the, I, I know why do you have the field? Because uh, I owe Reuben twenty thousand dollars, right? Let's assume it's the same amount of money, keep it simple. I, Ruben owed this guy $20,000. The field was worth $20,000. Right now, before these guys come, Shimon owes $20,000 to the Orshim, to Ruben's Orshim. What happens? So Shimon says, I'll figure out, I'll tell you what I'll do. The $20,000 that I owe to Ruben's children, listen to me, listen to the case, I owe to the children, I'll pay this guy off so I can keep the field. I can keep the field, right? I want to keep the field. At the end of the day, I owe the $20,000, right? But I owe it to Reuben or Reuben's children. Reuben died. Now somebody else wants the field. So I'll pay them the $20,000 cash. Ufaisim is he paid them off. Dina, who says, Ramachama, the Omele, B'nai Reuben, the children of Reuben can say to this Shimon, because what happened now? What, what's going to happen now? The, uh, the children have nothing now, right? The, the field is gone. The money they don't have. The children of Ruben can say, listen, Anan Metalkali Shavak Abuch Kabach. What did my what do we have? What did, what was our asset? If we listed our assets and liabilities on a sheet after after death, you know, after probate, what do they have? They're owed twenty thousand dollars by Shimon. That's their asset, right? And that's Metalkalin. What did our father have with you? He had Metalkalin. He owed you money. He, he, you didn't own the land. He gave you a loan, right? He turned he, 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 he uh, turned the purchase into a loan. Well, that's metalplin. Metalplin, you asked me about holam shtambe. We our our uh, our our metalplin is not meshubad. It's not pledged to uh, to the balcho. In other words, you owed us twenty thousand dollars cash. If we had that twenty thousand dollars cash, we wouldn't have to pay it to anybody. It's not. It's a, the balcho can only go after karka. He can't go after cash. And you certainly don't owe. We certainly don't owe you anything, Shimon. Right? We don't owe you anything. You owe us $20,000. You took the $20,000 that you should have given to us and you paid it to the Balchov when you weren't obligated to and we're not obligated to. And therefore, you owe us the money or give us back the land, right? You owe us the money. So that's, that's a valid claim. He says, listen, you pay that money like you threw, it's like throwing it in the garbage. Well, you didn't have to pay the money, right? That he took it, if you took your field, he took your field. He could have taken the field. He could have taken the field. Okay, he could have right. taken the field. That's right. Had he taken the field, that would have been the end, end of the case. And that would have been the end of the case. The no, not really, because he yeah. sold it with Achrayas. He sold it with Achrayas. Okay. So they yeah. had, they had, he sold, the Reuben sold the field to Shimon. He yeah. sold it with a guarantee. So they get, what's the guarantee? That if somebody takes it away from you, you don't have to, you don't have to pay. So the loan would have been canceled. He turned it into a loan, but the loan would have been canceled, right? Because, because he owed them. Because Did you just say that the children don't? The children don't have to pay the root, but he sold it. The children don't owe cash to anybody. But in this case, right, the children don't owe the cash to anybody. But 
but uh, um, the land is the, 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 the land is the guy the Shimon would lose the land, and and in this case they the children wouldn't have to pay, but Shimon but Shimon would have to pay the children. Children don't have to pay out, but if money is owed to them, they they can collect right as long as they swear that they haven't been paid and etc. So they would have collected the money from Shimon after Shimon gave up the land, but that's not what happened. Shimon paid the cash, so they said you had no right to pay the cash. If we would have had cash, we wouldn't have to pay it. Well, what do you? Well, I you paid the cash, so so what? You still owe us the money. You still owe us the twenty thousand dollars. Let's look up Shadi. Rava says, okay. Rava, in this case, I'm not knocking you down. In the other cases, Rava says, what are you talking about? You're crazy. You know it doesn't make sense. If though Shimon is smart, if Shimon is smart. This is what he could have done. Magvila Nilo Ara. He would have what? What would he have done? He would have. Let, let's say he he, he he would have paid the kids with the land, given the land to the kids, and then he could have claimed it from them, Rav Nachman. Because if it's land, it's different. If let's say Yisomim collected Karka, let's say some money was owed to the father and if he died and they collected Karka, he can distrain him from the day he can take the Karka from them. So had the guy, had Shimon been smart and not paid off the creditor with cash, that was his mistake. But had he just given the karka, right? Had he, had he, let's say he would have given the, paid, like you say, he could have paid off Shimon, Shimon could have paid off the creditor with the land. The guy came and claimed the land. So give him the land. Then what they could have done is that the, uh, the uh, Shimon could have paid the Yasomim who would have had a claim, who would have, they're still looking for their $20,000, give them karka and then claim it back from them. Because again, if Shimon lost the land to the creditor, he's going back to the Yisomim. Yisomim don't have to pay him cash, but if they had land, he could take it from them. So if they have, right, he, he can have land. So what he could do is he could pay them off. He has to pay off his loan. If he pays off the loan with land and then immediately claims it back, that's a way to get it back. So in that case, because again, what's fair? What's fair? Ruben sold the field to Shimon with Achrayas. Forget about the Yisomim's dire uh, financial straits. The fact is, the creditor was owed the money first. He was entitled to the land. So technically, Shimon shouldn't really have to pay anything. If you look at it fairly, without looking at the Yisomim's situation, they're, that they're poor, they're kids, right? The fact is that Ruben sold the field that really belonged to somebody else. It was mortgaged to somebody else because he had a prior creditor. And therefore, uh, you know, Shimon should not be out the money. And in this case, he would be if he paid them, if he paid it off in cash. But if he does this way, Rav says, he's okay. In other words, if the Yisomim got paid now by Shimon, right? Shimon owed him, the, Shimon owed for the Karka. And if he paid them, uh, what he should do is give them, pay them with Karka, and then collect it back from them. And therefore, it, it means even if, you know, Shimon lost the land, he didn't pay off the guy. He lost the land, and now he gives them another piece of land. He pays up the sum because he for the loan with land. They can he can get it back from them. Amaraba, so another case. Yeah. The bulk of Ruben came. He took the land. He claimed the land. It, yeah, that's right. He claimed the money. Right, right, right. So in the first, in the case that Rav said, if he cla- he claimed the loan, the loan is backed by the land. Right. So if well, if Shimon paid with cash, if Shimon paid with cash, it's his loss. It's his loss. Before Shimon pays with cash, Bobo yeah. walks in, 
says, I want my $20,000 and, and I'm taking your land in lieu of the $20,000. Yeah, he, he would. But in this case, Shimon said, no, I'll give you the 20 grand instead. He, that's what he did. That's what Ramar's case was. Instead of taking the land, he had a claim of $20,000. He either give me the $20,000. That's my claim. And it's backed up by the land, which is the land that you're on, that you bought from Ruben. Well, he had no right to sell it to you. It's my land. So if Shimon pays him off with cash, his loss. Someone could say, you had no right to pay him up with cash. You still owe us the $20,000. But if he gave up the land and now he's smart, he, he go, and now he gave up the land, right? He owes the money to the Yosomim technically, right? He owes the money to the Yosomim, but um, you know, the loan, loan should be canceled. But if he gives them Karka, he can get it back from them because that's the deal. If Yosomim had Karka and he owes them the Karka and, and Yosomim should go if they collected, right? They collected In other words, even though Shimon owes the money to Ruben, Shimon owes money to Ruben's kids, but if he pays them with land and the land that he originally got was taken by the creditor, he can get it back from them, which is really fair. Not looking at the children's financial straits. That's fair. After all, why shouldn't he get why shouldn't he get his money back? He got nothing. He bought it with guarantee. The field was taken away from him, so he wants other field back, and that's what he should do. That's what he should do. Uh, go on. Amarava. Reuben Shemachah calls the rest of Shimon. Listen to this case. Reuben sold all his fields at one shot, says Rashi, to Shimon. All his fields, all kinds of fields. And Shimon sold one of those fields to Levi. It only works if he sold, if, Shimon, if Reuben sold all his fields to Shimon at one time, or if the field that he bought, that, that, that he, um, or, or if he did it not at the same time, but the field that Shimon sold to Levi was the last one. The last one sold. And now Vasa with Achrayas, with Achrayas, Vasa Balchov the Ruben, and Rachov Ruben comes and says, listen, you owe me money. So where is he going to get? The Ruben has nothing. Ruben sold all his fields. So he could either go to Shimon, right? Shimon, he sold all his fields to Shimon. Shimon sold one of the fields to Levi. So the Gemara says like this. This is what Rabba says. All right, this is Rabba. Uh, that he says, listen, uh, he could take it from either one. He could either cut his field. In other words, the Bachov is entitled. We're talking about, of course, all these cases when Bachov comes, he had a prior lien. He had an earlier loan. He had an earlier loan. He was a creditor, an earlier loan. So he could either cut it from Shimon, one of Shimon's fields, or he can get the field, the single field that Levi bought from Shimon. That's only if the field, you see, Bachov has a rule to collect Benus. Benus means average karka, not the best, not the worst. So that's what about Chokas. So if Levi bought Benonis from Shimon, then he can even take that single field from there. Abuzovna Edis Ziburis, but if he sold, if he sold uh, Levi, Edis or Ziburis, the best field or the worst field, Matsi Armale, Levi could sell the reason I bought Edis or Ziburis is because I bought land that I, I knew there might be a creditor outstanding. Levi said I was very careful when I bought the land from Shimon. Shimon bought all kinds of lands. Right, Shimon bought all kinds. He bought all of Reuben's fields. Levi says, when I bought that field, I bought either top top level land or lower level land. That because uh, I know that's not what the Balchov gets. Balchov gets usually the Benoness. Of course, if all a man has is is the worst fields left, and he's going directly to the the debtor, of course he takes whatever that that's if that field. Notice if Reuben had any fields left, then he can't go to Shimon or Levi, right? If you if if if, uh, if Ruben owes money to the creditor, the creditor first has to go to Ruben. If Ruben has nothing, then he goes to Shimon or Levi. The point over here is that he can go from Shimon or Levi. Why? Because 
when Shimon bought all of Ruvain's fields, he basically took the place of Ruvain. So he can go after Shimon, or he can have to go after Levi, because one of those fields went to Levi eventually, as long as that field was a Bainanus field. Oh, even this that we say that he can go after Levi, after the Levi, that's only if Shimon sold Levi uh, 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 all the Bainanus. In other words, he sold them all, he had no Bainanus left. In other words, he didn't get any Bainanus left. Aval, Shavik Bainanus to Kabasa, but if he left also Bainanus there, Matsi Amale, Levi could say to the creditor, when I bought the field from the field, the single field from Shimon, and I bought, let's say I bought Bainanus, right? Or, or I bought Edith's whatever I bought. But even if I bought Bainanus, but I left some Bainanus at Shimon, you got to go after him first. He was the first guy who took, he took Ruben's place. He bought all the fields from, from Ruben. So you have to go after him first. But if, if the field that uh, Levi bought was Edith or Ziburis, right? And, uh, and uh, Shimon had nothing, uh, uh, if the field that, that Levi bought was Bainus and, and Shimon had no, uh, had no, uh, um, had no Bainus there, then he can go after the Bainus, but he could even go after Shimon's Edis. He could even go after that field. And Rashi explains it. Take a look at Rashi, the last Rashi on the page, but it's a long Rashi on Sadiq Beis Manala. The obligation of was on that. There was nothing against Shimon. Shimon didn't have any Bainanus. Shimon had Edis or Ziburus. So then he could go after Ephes. Hilkach Rutzel, he goes to Shimon, Edis Govan. If he wants, he could still get Edis from Shimon because Shimon took the place of Ruben. You took all of Ruben's field, you took the place of Ruben. If I find anything, you know, there's no, if, if all the guy has is either, so he's going to take either, right? He doesn't, if Balchov has, he can collect, if, he has, if there's Bainus, he can take Bainus, but if, 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 if that's all there is, but if the guy has either, and that's all the guy has is either, he can take that. I'm not going to bother Levi, you have all the fields, I'll take that. Or Rotsim Levigo, or you can take him Levigo going in Loyim Seitz or Shimon, Mishal Ruben Elo Ziburis. Let's say only finds lousy fields at Ruben. Go over Banus, we can take the Banus from Levi. As we said, he's entitled to take the Banus from Levi. So when he say he can either get it from Shimon or from Levi, either if Shimon has good fields, he'll take Shimon's field, the best fields. If he doesn't have good fields and doesn't have no Banus, then he'll go to Levi's Banus. You took, you could tell Levi, you took what I'm entitled to. You took what I'm entitled to. All, all Shimon has left is, is lousy fields, right? You you took a Bainanus field, which is an average field, and that's what I'm entitled. Even though if Levi had bought it directly from Ruben, as if any if, if Ruben had any fields left, Rashi goes on to say, even if he only has Ziburis, you can go after him because you don't go after Nechassim Shibadim, you don't go after pledged property when the guy has cash or the guy has even any property. If Ruben had left over some lousy plot of land, you go after Ruben first, even though if he sold his best fields or his better fields to Shimon or Levi. So that's the that's what Rabba says over here that Ruben had sold the field to Shimon, and Shimon all his fields to Shimon, and Shimon sold one of them to Levi, and the Bachov of Ruben comes if Shim, if Levi has a bane in his field and the creditor doesn't want to take any fields from Shimon because he only got lousy fields, he could take the bane in his field from Levi. But if Shimon has a pain in his field that he had bought from Reuben among all the fields, then he could uh, then the, the creditor has to go to Shimon. Amrabaya. 
Another case, Reuben Shesada, Shemach Hasala Shimon Bachrais. Reuben sold the field to Shimon, guaranteeing it. And now the creditor is coming and wants the field, right? Reuben owes me money and uh, he has no cash, he has nothing. I'm coming after that field. Listen to this. Reuben, Reuben's sort of out of the picture now, right? Because he doesn't have anything. He's penniless. He has no field, he has no money. And the guy's coming after Shimon. The halacha is, he says, says Abaye, the Ruvain can, can become the litigant over here, can fight with uh, the creditor in court. Those are Ruben Vafsbe. In other words, Rash says, it's not like he just pays him off. Rash says, can I get In other words, he can go and make the case in court against this creditor, right? In other words, you might say he's not done. The guy could say, wait a minute, wait, you have no money. You have no field. You owe me money, right? You can't pay. The, the one thing that you had that could have uh, stood uh, to back up the uh, the money that you owe me was that was that field, and you sold it to Shimon. So I'm going after Shimon. Get out of here. I don't want to talk to you. No. Ruben can come to court and fight with the guy. Swear to me that you haven't paid me. You know, swear to me that I owe you the money. Uh, maybe he'll cause him some other thing. He can make a claim against him. Lamotio Malay, La Baldorm. You can't say, La Baldorm, I have nothing to do with you, right? You even say, right? La Baldorm, I have nothing to do with you. La Baldorm, that you're not, um, you know, you're not, uh, you have no claim against me. I have nothing to do with you. Because, because Ruben could tell the creditor, the Mafkis Mine, the one that you're going to take away the field from, from is he's going to come after me. I don't know how that works in common law. You understand what I'm saying? One, one person has a claim against two, number two, and two doesn't have anything to pay. So he goes after number three. He goes after three. Can two say, listen, I'm sorry, I have a say over here. I'm going to, my lawyer's involved too. You have cases, multiple cases where they have different lawyers. I'm also about Varma. I'm also, I'm also part of this lawsuit because if, if you win against number three, he's going to come after me. Yeah, he's um, got to got he's got to be it's got to be adjudicated, right? right. Got to establish the debt, right? Like so, right, 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 right. That's exactly yeah. what we say, right, right, right. So he could say, "Listen, I have a claim to that," and and there's no and there's no um and there's no uh, there's no retort to this. Abai says, "Yeah," and as a number the, the the creditor cannot tell Ruvain over here. In other words, uh, number one's going after number two, and he cannot the, the, number two cannot say. Uh, Number one cannot say to number two, you have nothing to do with me. I'm going only after Shimon, number three, who you sold the field to. Some say, even if he sold it without a guarantee, he sold it without a guarantee. So if he sold it without a guarantee, Shimon now cannot come after Ruben. If the creditor takes the field from Shimon, he can't come after Ruben. He says, no, Nami. Still, number, still Ruben could say, I'm a, I'm a litigant over here. I'm a Baldvarum. Why? I don't want Shimon to have any complaint against me. Even if Shimon can't collect it, Reuben sold the field to Shimon without a price. And now the creditor of Reuben comes, Reuben's creditor comes and takes away from Shimon. So Reuben really could say, okay, listen, I sold you without a price. If you lose it, tough luck. Yeah, but Shimon's going to be angry at him, right? He's not going to be happy about that. He's going to have a grievance against him. So Reuben could say, I still want to have a claim. I still want to have something to say in the court because I don't want him to have a grievance against me. Amar Abayek. Reuben Shemachar Sadal Shimon, the last line of the page. Reuben Shemachar Sadal Shimon Shalobach Rais. Again, listen to this. Reuben sold the field to Shimon Darach Rais. This happens very often. Deals don't always go through. There's a long time between the time they agree to a deal and the lawyers sit down and the fights start breaking out and the claims are made, etc. 
Panthea, look at this gas deal now with Lebanon, you know? Long time between the time they sit down, negotiate, Yeah, but yeah, yeah, right, right. He never bought it at the end, right? That he didn't buy it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Omar Bay, Reuben Shemachar Salashim and Shalobach writes, the Yatzel of Asikim, and claimants came against it. Reuben was about to sell the field to Shimon. Shimon was about to buy it, and he sold him without a chryas. Without a chryas, so Shimon wouldn't have to pay it if it was taken aback, and he would have no claim against Reuben. And now claimants went out. When is the deal? When is the signed deal? When's there a signed deal? When is the deal done? So before he made a chazaka in the field, remember, when you buy a field, how do you buy a field? Kesef shtar chazaka, either cash or a shtar, a bill of sale, or you, you took possession of the field, not a chazaka of three years, a chazaka, you took possession of the field. He didn't make chazaka, he didn't make a Kenyan yet. There was no, no, there's no transaction yet. Once, once he took a chazaka, he can't go back on it. Because Reuben could tell him, listen, you bought a bag full of knots or a bag full of air. When I opened the mail order business here, Mirrors go, they said, it'll never work. It's a, in, in Hebrew, they had a saying, chatul basak. You buy a, a sack and you don't know what's in it. There's a cat in the in the in the bag. You don't know what you're buying. Well, it's, it's different today, right? They, we established uh, we established uh, you know that people would understand, right? We established that uh, a, a a degree of comfort in buying online. And of course, today it's very common. So uh, let's say you you bought an, a bag full of knots and as you didn't know what was in it, or a bag full of air. And uh, too bad, you know, once he made a deal. When is it considered? This is, of course, if he didn't pay cash. If he paid cash, then that's also a, a quiet riot. Rashi says, if he paid cash, then it's also, it's, it's, it's Shimon's, it's too late. Now, when is that? So, in other words, Shimon, even though he bought it without a chariot, he doesn't want to run into trouble. He doesn't want anybody to take it away from him. So if he hears already, his lawyers checked it out and there's some claimants against him, he wants to back off the deal. But he can only back off the deal until once you know, until the deal is done. The deal is done when he either gave the kesef or he made a chazaka. And what's a chazaka? When is it considered a chazaka? Once he trampled on the borders. Trampled on the borders could mean just simply just check the uh, the perimeter to make sure what it is. Or Rashi says elsewhere that Daesh Mitzri, meaning that he started evening out the land and as he started leveling it by uh by uh you know tra- stamp you know tra- trampling on the land on the to, to even it out you know get ready for planting or whatever so whatever if he made a chazak or if you know, is also let's say he put a fence around it and locked it up once that's called the chazak you took possession of it economic some say even if he what even if he bought it with a because he could say listen even if he bought it with a chryas, so if you bought it with a chryas, you say, what does the guy have to lose, right? What does the guy have to lose? I want to go back on the deal. If I, I want to go back on the deal, even though I didn't make a Kenyan yet, I want to go back on the deal because, uh, you know, because I don't want to go through the whole procedure. He's going to take it away from me. Then I have to claim it against you. The guy says, no, the seller could say, even my chryas also, uh, he can't go back on the deal once there's a chazaka. Listen, the seller can tell him, uh, show, show me the star that Besden allows you to come and claim for me. In other words, it, it just just the fact that there's a claim that doesn't mean that he's going to win. A lot of people make claims and they have no claims, right? I'm going to make a claim. The guy says, "Oh, I have a claim against it," but he doesn't win in court. Rashi says, "That you lost the field, but then then you come against me." But then I'm not I'm not going to pay back. Many people make a claim and they don't win. 
So that's not that's not an argument. Rashi said for a few bacharis, not even machalo, any ochalasmo machmas a seek, and just can't go back because there's people claiming if law me and so sofala out of a truche died, what do I have to go to court for? Listen, I want to go back on the deal. No, you can't go back. You can once you make a chazaki, you can't go back on the deal. Even if you say, Why should I go to court and everything? I just want to back up deal. No, because the guy could say a claim doesn't mean that you're gonna that you're gonna win. Show me the document that says you lost it in court and that you have a valid claim against me, Ruben. Then, uh, then I'll pay you. Otherwise, uh, you you bought it and the deal is done. All right, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Tomorrow, Mr. Shem from the mission. I assume this is only by claim. Yeah. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't want to sell. No. Not what we're talking about. Here. No, 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 no. We haven't signed yet. We haven't right. made opinion yet. Negotiated. We're about to make a opinion, and I say so. No. Okay. So the truth is. That you cannot do because you get a mishapara. You can't. You get a mishapara. You get a mishapara, but it's not really. Yeah, you get a mishapara. You're not supposed to do that, right? Put your name up right. Because then it's a mishapara. Then it's a mishapara. Then it's a mishapara. But here, but right. Now, somebody else made a claim, right? Or many people made a claim. Any other claimants were there? I never bothered him until and the end of Shabbos. Three, right, three right. packs so a day. Explain. Go explain that. Go explain that. You know what you know, Shabbos. Remember, 